Welcome everyone to this new episode of The Money Movement. I'm really excited to be joined here today by Justin Sun, uh, entrepreneur, uh, investor, diplomat, uh, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk more about uh, a, a lot of different things. Welcome, Justin. It's really nice to see you. Yes, thank you, thank you, Jeremy. Uh, long time no see. Yeah, long time no see. Um, I understand um, you're you're uh, you're dialing in uh, from Geneva yes. uh, with your new post, uh, yeah. which I want to come back to, but uh, <laughs> I, I think it's fascinating. Um, and I, and I'm always interested because I think, um, certainly for myself, uh, you know, my own interest in crypto, um, comes out of my original interests in like political and economic systems and, and, and the relationship I think that this technology has to the future of how economies work. Yes. Um, that's why I'm working on this. Um, and, and so I'm. I know there has to be a, a long thread that connects all these things for you. Yeah. So maybe I want to start maybe at the beginning of the thread, not when you're born, but uh, maybe, maybe start, uh, you know, earlier on. Um, I, I happen to know that I believe you, 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 uh, you study history yes. uh, uh, in, in a prominent university in yeah. China, yeah. but maybe um, set, set the stage a little for us, Justin, for kind of what you were thinking about um, at that point in your life, um, and and the and the big themes that that were capturing your attention. Yes, definitely. Um, so uh, I born in China, so it's a, a very um, a small province called uh, Qinghai province. Uh, I think it's kind of like U.S. I mean. Uh, counterparties, I think, should be uh, Alabama, you know, okay. those like Midwest states, you know. I was from the very, Midwest. So. Yeah, yeah. Very, 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 from like, very far from like New York City, uh, yeah. San Francisco. Um, uh, so, so basically, um, uh, and then uh, my dad and mom like moved to Guangdong province, which is, uh, 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 I, I think it's like California in United States. Yeah. Uh, so Guangdong is like very similar to California. It has the biggest GDP uh, in China, and also um, uh, it has lots of the uh, innovation uh, tech zone there, uh, just like Silicon Valley, right? Shenzhen, like Guangzhou, right? Has Tencent, Huawei, yeah. like all, all the very big tech companies. And then, uh, and then when I'm basically uh, went to university. I went to Peking University, uh, yeah. which uh, is the best. Like the Harvard China. of uh, China. So yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, Harvard in China. So I happened to get a chance to uh, went went to like like New York, like Boston, right? So and after after that after graduate, I applied for um, for my uh, master in. But what New were you, what what were you what were you studying in yeah. in at Peking University? Uh, I, I think literature and uh, history. Literature and history. Okay. And, and like w uh, any particular part of history, Chinese history, world history. Oh, yes. I think it's uh, more than chi Chinese history. So that's like um, from this part, I also uh, study lots of like US uh, history as well, because as we know at that time, like China and the U.S. is the best allies, right? So 
they fight like Sino-Japanese war. Uh, so, so, so basically, uh, um, lots of history uh, heavily like related to like U.S. policies. So, so that that's where I'm like focused on. So, I think my thesis, master thesis, and uh, uh, also my bachelor thesis is all talking about like the ambassadorship of Hu Shi, uh, which at that time is the Chinese ambassador in United States. Mm. So yeah, we talk a lot about like that during of- during World War Two. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah a, most people don't know the history. Yes. Uh, most Americans don't know the history of the deep strategic alliance between China and the U.S. Yes, exactly. Fighting World War Two, <laughs> and exactly. uh, I, uh, I, I happen to know a lot from Douglas about it, yeah. who also studied a lot of those things. Uh, okay, so that was your thesis. All right, very interesting. Yes. yes. So that's why I know a lot of uh, about like U.S. policy, like fifty years ago, right? When like a uh, Roosevelt and Truman is uh, is, is in charge, so mm-hmm. okay. And then you went to I, I'm, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you went on. I applied for master degree uh, um, in United States. Uh, I got admission from uh, Columbia, Stanford, and UPenn. Uh, I went to UPenn. Uh, I decided uh, went to UPenn. I think the only reason is because at that time I still want to study uh, literature and history. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm gonna do in business, I think Stanford will be the best choice, right? Because it's uh, in California near Silicon Valley. Um, but at that time, I still want to focus on uh, East Asia history mm-hmm. um, because UPenn is the best. Um, yeah. yeah, if you went to like UPenn, uh, you can check the museum there, uh, they actually, have lots of Asian like Chinese uh, art mm-hmm. basically in UPenn Museum. So they spend a lot of money trying to collect like Chinese uh, collection. Um, so back back UPenn. Mm-hmm. So that's why I um, basically uh, uh, went to UPenn. So, um, so and, and also a year after I went to UPenn, I went to UPenn in 2011, around 2012. Uh, uh, I happened to just uh, read like New York Times and get to know Bitcoin. So around uh-huh. 2012. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's like how I know crypto, how I know Bitcoin, and and because Bitcoin is so fascinating, so it's basically suck all, all my time. So yeah. I have no no time to prepare for thesis. No no time prepare for like the um uh, uh the law school. Um, tasks, you know. So uh, basically, I think knowing Bitcoin changed my whole life. Yeah. Uh, before that, I'm very academic, you know, uh, try to like study the Sino-American relationship in like 1943, something, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that, that was a, a hard pivot. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, I, I, we all have stories like that, right? I think um, I was, uh, I had just taken a company public, uh, my last company, Brightcove, yes. um, in, in 2012. Yes. And later in 2012, got introduced to crypto and Bitcoin. Yes. And it was just like, ooh, you know, <laughs> yeah. And by early, you know, by, by early 2013, I, I, it was like the same thing. Like I, could, I couldn't stop, uh, you know, th- thinking about it and uh 
and and uh no but it was interesting i i had a little bit of distance between um uh my grad graduating from school and and then uh so i guess i'm a little older than you <laughs> but uh uh, but it was interesting is that the, the there were these kind of connections to, um, you know, how is the world going to work? And I had been studying how's the world, how does the world work? How, how has it worked with yeah. political and economic systems? And then seeing, you know, seeing crypto as a, as a, as a technology that could change like social structures, economic structures, other other things, really profoundly. Um, I'm I'm interested to hear you talk a little bit about, you know, as as you um, as you got into it. Um, there's obviously a lot of interest in this from the perspective of investing and store value and trading and 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 I know you're you're very successful in in those in those areas, but less from that perspective and more from the perspective of you know, what did you see um, when when you saw what Bitcoin represented, especially as someone who had the experience of China and the U.S. and sort of thinking about that as a, a technology of economic freedom? What did that mean to you? Yes. So basically, when I first like know about Bitcoin, I think uh, the most like fascinating things to me is uh, Bitcoin is the money for the internet, right? So uh, I think before that, uh, um, Facebook go IPO in US, right? So grow like very big company. I, I think there is, everybody knows like internet is a big thing, but still, uh, if you compare like internet is like what metaverse we are talking about today, right? Um, but still um, the biggest problem for internet is there's no like currency uh, uh, on internet itself. So I think that's like basically the, um, the biggest, um, biggest, uh, I think important part of Bitcoin when I first like think about Bitcoin. But I think Bitcoin is just like, uh, um, uh, it's a star of the um, internet for money era, right? Yeah. Because we have seen uh, these like past nine years, a lot of the role Bitcoin play has been basically uh, uh, um, replaced by like other stable coin, right? Uh, layer one, layer two solution, right? So yes. I can like give you some example, like when we first get into Bitcoin, Bitcoin play a lot of role. So, so basically uh, uh, Bitcoin is like the uh, uh, cold currency, right? So every coins needs to trade with Bitcoin, right? Today, basically, I think stablecoin has take this role. And also before that, like Bitcoin, like everybody uh, is thinking about like Bitcoin can do like remittance, mm -hmm. uh, payment, these kinds of, of things. But these days, I think USDT on Tron, right? USDC on Tron has started to play, um, play this role. And also uh, we have seen like Bitcoin uh, it, it, it is basically a, a very uh, good um, uh, platform for people to build on, right? And the, right now we're finding out like um, more and more people building on like Ethereum, Tron, like other like, like layer one solutions. Yeah. Um, so, and Bitcoin, I think is more and more becoming basically a store of value, right? So people use it just like using gold, well, which I think is, is, is a, 
it's good for Bitcoin because uh, uh, eventually all the roles need to be played by like other better solution, right? Yeah. And the Bitcoin find out um, the biggest uh, advantage of Bitcoin is just like storage of value. So that, that's why I'm kind of like against some of the idea of like turning, turning Bitcoin to smart contract platform and doing all the things smart contract platform is doing for Bitcoin because Bitcoin has sacrificed this kind of the uh, uh, complexity for yeah. securities, right? So I, I think what Bitcoin is doing right now is, is perfect. Right, it still needs to continue to play this role for the storage for um, basically is the value of storage for internet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, in, it's what's so interesting is um, the the role of any given technology like this. Uh, you know, some some people say uh, you know something like Bitcoin is apolitical, meaning it, it doesn't have, it doesn't express any politics, which I don't agree with. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's very political. I think the economic philosophy behind it is political. It's Austrian economic philosophy. It has a very specific statement about scarcity and the value of scarcity and, and the role that should play in terms of fiscal discipline. And so that's a philosophy that's a political and economic philosophy for, for, for organization. But it was interesting is that, you know, the choice, there was a choice that got made in, you know, really it was like 2014, 2015, um, when there were a lot of early developers who were coming into the space. I, I would count Circle as one of those, and there were thousands of others, right? And you were getting involved, other people getting involved and, and saying, you know, we want to build other things on top of this. Like the idea is that this is like a new um, infrastructure that can be used for all kinds of things. And when we started, we had actually thought, okay, Bitcoin, it's the first mover. It's, uh, it's got the open source developer traction. Like that's where the action is. That's where smart contracts will come. That's where issuing assets or tokens will come. But there was like a political battle. Yeah. There's an ideological battle that was taking place yeah. um, to say, no, Bitcoin needs to do this, not just one thing, but basically do this one thing. Yeah. And these other ideas, you don't, you shouldn't use a blockchain for them, or at least that was what the, uh, you know, some of the community was was arguing so that led to the development of like these new blockchains that could do more and now i think you know if you just watch cnbc you'd think everything is just like some kind of digital currency you're trading uh but in reality right it's infrastructure and it's like infrastructure to build things on and you know, there were all these ideas. Of course, Vitalik was, I think, uh, one of the most prominent, you know, creators in terms of, of, of new ideas. But then there were like 10 new blockchains, right? And Tron was one of those that emerged. And there were a lot of ideas people were looking at and saying, okay, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I don't know how many forks of Bitcoin there were. There were a lot, you know, and as part of this is open source and a and, and people competing 
with ideas and competing for developers. And um, I guess um, knowing that, you know, you know, Bitcoin sort of has positioned itself as like the store of value, um, you know, what do you see as the range of applications that will get built on these other layer ones uh, or layer layer twos? And, and maybe you could talk a little bit about what's built on Tron today, just as, as an example of that. Yes. Uh, first of all, I completely agree with you. Uh, I think Bitcoin itself and the cryptocurrency itself is very uh, political, even uh, it is pure like a technology, right? So I think that's like the difference between like AI and the uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, so basically AI, like other like metaverse, um, this kind of the um, technology is pure technology without like any political statement. Um, but blockchain uh, cryptocurrency is very political because it's represent the economic like freedom, right? So it's kind of like represent like Hayek, this kind of the yeah. uh, uh, competing currency theory, you know? So because uh, cryptocurrency is highly related to like finance, uh, which definitely a very important part of, um, of the political power. So, so that's why, um, so basically I think uh, 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 it gets into like very political basically. So that's why uh, I think even the technology itself is pure technology, right? So it's just, sure. uh, yeah, crypto uh, 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 graphy, right? It's, uh, it's just like uh, about like Mercury trees, <laughs> it is yeah. about all, all the technical uh but it's uh, interesting is that the, the 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 parts of society if you go back five thousand years yeah. the parts of society that had the best math yes were oftentimes <laughs> the most powerful parts of society and therefore determined ways in which you know wealth and power and decisions and other things were made you know the kings who had the best mathematicians yes. yeah, i mean you know, so at one level, it is just technology, right? But it's it's really the the most advanced application of uh, of the ability to to do math um, and, exactly. in some ways, right? And exactly. and uh, you know, even the yeah, I mean, there's so much so much history uh, to 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 just cryptography, uh, math and cryptography. But anyway, that's a bit of a. a Tangent, but and coming back to 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 your answer on 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 yeah. what's being built, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, I think most of the prominent technology in the world is a political statement. So basically, uh, in Asian China, we also have this debate. You know, when China first defeated by uh, Great Great Britain in uh, Opium War, first Opium War, yeah. there is a, a a huge debate inside of the China whether we should like adopt the British technology or we're gonna adopt their basically uh, uh, political system and the technology like together. Because like somebody is making statement is like, um, like, like we said like today, right? Technology is not only technology. It's if you really want to build the best technology in the world, you need to have the same political system, right? So which breeds those technology in, in the first place. So, so that's why I think uh, um, basically Bitcoin 
cryptocurrency comes along with a open finance system, right? Yeah. So you can't have like a super control like over cryptocurrency or control right. uh system and then have a very uh, uh prosper like like crypto yeah. ecosystem, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so with with, with um with the evolution of of the technology, obviously you you, you undertook uh and, and, and worked to build Tron blockchain and and now you know I think there are tons of projects now that that you're involved with um, or or that are built out around what you're doing. What's the state of the of the ecosystem today? Yes, sure. Um, I think definitely one of the things we are right now focusing on is stablecoin, right? So we collaborate also with uh, USDC. Yeah. Uh, I think we already see a lot of user case of stablecoin. So uh, people right now is using uh, USDC, USDT, uh, TUSD, like USDJ, or on Trump blockchain as a way of like payment, settle between different exchanges, pay uh, employees salaries. Um, basically, all the uh, US dollar is doing, yeah. uh, you can settle it on Tron Network. Uh, we are settled right now every day more than uh, uh, $10 billion. Someday, if we settle more, it's uh, even about like $20 billion. Someday, yeah. like, um, but the average, I think, is $12 billion, uh, which is already like six times than PayPal is doing. So that's like one of our vision is making Trump become the next generation of the global settlement layer. Mm -hmm. or like all the stable coin or even like fiat right so right. uh in the future yeah, yeah, when, I first, yeah. Uh, when i first like uh be, be, before i joined crypto i worked for ripple for um for for some time when i first joined ripple this is kind of like XRP. that was the idea right 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 <laughs> exactly, exactly yeah i mean when 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 we started circle uh you know we we we, we thought the the real the real game would be if you could get a digital currency representation of a dollar or a euro yeah, or yes. and 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 just do do those on these public networks and yes. what well, you couldn't do it technically yes so i don't know if you remember but the first the first version of circles products yes. basically would take dollars or pounds yes. convert them into bitcoin instantly and then you use bitcoin network sort of like converting into xrp you know but but we, we were like well bitcoin is going to be the most liquid yes because it'll be the most liquid you'll be able to do like real-time fx and but even that was still a problem but exactly. we, we needed we needed tokens and smart contracts we needed the building blocks for protocols and and um but uh uh yeah and it's fascinating it's fascinating exactly um, so i think the like like uh, like Ripple has the same concept, right? Just right. convert the money into XRP, send the XRP and convert back. They yeah. have this kind of the gateway system, yeah. right? So uh, I think right now, I think the biggest, uh, uh, we have already seen uh, numerous of the increase of the industry itself. I, I think probably next year, right? Uh, I'm hoping like the oldest stablecoin settlement on Tron Network can easily like pass a hundred billion dollars, right? Yeah. So which make this like the, the only solution for all the banks, uh, uh, cryptocurrency provider, and uh, basically everybody in the world. So uh, it's an uh, instant uh, transaction 
uh, with almost zero uh, transaction yeah. fees, you know, uh, I, I think this is going to really like benefits the not only financial system, crypto industry, but also everybody uh, in the yeah. world. Yeah, <clears throat> We're, we, we very much share that, share that vision. Um, and yeah, we, we've been very focused on making sure that USDC can work on, you know, blockchains that have tons of use and distribution and reach. Um, and it's been amazing to watch what you've been able to do with, um, with stable coins on, uh, on, on Tron. So we're, uh, you know, we're excited to see that grow. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, maybe looking forward a little bit, um, you know, some, some of the bigger themes that everyone is talking about, um, you know, are, are things like games, other, other categories of applications, you know, the, the big discussion is, you know, what are the apps that are going to bring a billion users onto blockchains? Um, and a lot of people argue that games will be, uh, you know, the, you know, the, the kind of games and social, right. The, these kinds of apps, which are the kinds of apps that have driven consumer internet behavior. I mean, it was like Farmville that grew Facebook, uh, originally, uh, you know, one of the big things that helped grow Facebook. Um, and, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested, I mean, you've made, you were very early actually in making a lot of big bets on games, content, entertainment yeah. as like big drivers of the adoption of blockchains. I think um, you've, you've made a lot of bets in that space. Um, I, I'm, I'm interested to hear your view on what you're seeing with blockchain gaming, social tokens. What are the things that are going to be, um, you know, re really driving it. And, and I know like Animoca and YGG and all these phenomena in Asia are like, I don't think people realize in the West how big these phenomena uh, are right now. Exactly. Um, I, I, I definitely agree with you. I believe social and the games is the next um, basically driving force for all the um, blockchain applications. Uh, I can give you some examples. So we uh, recently launched a game called Win NIP Force, uh, which probably the uh, one of the first like play to earn games, just like Alexi. Um, uh, we we get like numerous attraction of the game. I think the biggest difference between um, the game by and uh, the traditional game, there is a three biggest difference. The first of all is the character in the games become valuable. Yeah. So before that, like any characters in the game, right? So it is, doesn't count. So no matter how you play it, right? At the end of the day, you're going to give up the game. You know, it's become like one of your collections. Right, right. Like tradable, right? So it's going to forever like see there. But now with NFT and technology, you can literally like trade your character with others, like trade all the equipment everything so the game becomes like super liquid so i think that's like the the first uh uh the biggest difference and then the second difference is um the token itself also is very liquid so mm -hmm. these days like all the um games you play the game you earn in the game uh the tokens you earn in the game no matter it's diamond like gold or anything you can trade with others Right. And, and also you can bet on the ecosystem of the games, right. which I think is definitely make 
uh, the game itself very powerful than than before, right? And then the third one I, I think is um, is decentralized game. So the developer of the game is impossible to delete your content, like 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 basically ban your account, right? So yeah. all the behavior is impossible anymore. Yeah. So, so that's why I think uh, Google Apple is freaking out, you know, uh, because Google Apple right, is the, there's this in Korea, right? Last night, the Korean government too is exactly. saying we exactly. cannot have uh, play to earn games uh, in in the uh, app store. App store, yes. Yeah. Because first of all, they are advocates like the closed source, you know, uh, yeah. uh, app app industry, right? So, um, so but I believe uh, this kind of the play to earn concept will be uh, very powerful. So, lots of the users will seek to play those games instead mm -hmm. of right. So, you play like games in App Store, they push all the games to you like every day. But I think those play to earn games will have loyal customer will follow follow the lead. So so that's why uh, I'm very confident on play to earn game because I think yeah. it's so powerful compared to traditional game. But I mean, um, play to earn game is just needs to go through everything we go through in the past yeah. nine years, right? Yeah. So first of all, like App Store won't let you listing, right? You have to just build on web. Because web is like the only free yeah. place, right? So, right. Uh, so you 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 have to abandon all the traditional channel for traffic distribution, right? To build on your community from scratch, you know, bootstrapping everything, right? So, so that's why I think this is um, what play to earn games is to um, basically uh, doing all those things together. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think like Apple and Google will be happy about that because they will lose like 30% of the cut of the game, yeah. uh, which they charging like every day today. Yeah. And yeah. also, um, and also this kind of the decentralized game, they won't, they, yeah. they, it, they, they can't even have good relation with Epic, right? So yeah, yeah. Epic is traditional player, but they, they can't even get along with them. Yeah. Right? I don't think they can get along it with- It seems like there's a lot of, well, I mean, there is a lot of government pressure in many parts of the world on the whole economic model of the app stores and the anti-competitive nature yeah. of the app stores. And, um, you know, I mean, we all remember when when Apple and Google banned any kind of crypto apps from the yeah. App Store. And that was a problem when we first launched Circle was yeah. we were trying to build a payment experience using, you know, crypto, but like using mobile inspired by like WeChat Pay, but like trying to use, you know, crypto rails. Yeah. But like that's useless without uh, a camera uh, yeah. or or or, you know, these things. Yes. And they were very, very reluctant to allow that kind of new payment technology in, into their into their phones, and and eventually they did. Yeah. Um, and now it's 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 common. I have to assume that blockchain gaming, right, will be be so important that they will not want to lose out, or or yes. you know some other. Well, we'll see what happens, but it seems like that that's going to be a collision. Yes, I think it's just the same of the crypto story, right? I think at the end of the day, if the world's like top 10 game companies, all blockchain based, right? Yeah. Apple, Google, we might consider Switch. But yeah. right now, I think still even Animoca, I know those uh, uh, company grow are big. But still, I think in terms of the quality of the game, 
right? So, uh, and, and also the, the uh, complexity of the game uh, still uh, far away from like League of Legends, right? So, so those kind of game. So I think still uh, we need lots of developments in the yeah. game industry yeah. to, to embrace uh, this trend. Uh, but I think definitely next five, 10 years, we will see a lot of pure uh, blockchain-based game. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be super successful. Do you have like a game studio? Do you have like a, a, a developer team of building games? Yes. yes. Yeah. That's how we build a uh, uh, wing empty horse, uh, which is extremely popular. Uh, we collaborate with Binance, like Hobby, OKEX for distribute the game. Right yeah. now we have like DAU, like over, I, I think, uh, uh, 30K, uh, yeah. which is already a big number in yeah. terms of the game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And 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 uh, I, I think the process is we we never spend any money on ads. So basically, yeah. my my Twitter and, and the collaborate with Exchange. So we got all the users. So I'm so not where, like where, where where do we find it? Where do we find it? Just oh, so, uh, just go to uh, wingfthorse.io so you can download the game and play. So it's available on like Mac, Windows, uh, 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 Android app. Right, so yeah, we yeah. can't really see the in Apple. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, very interesting. All right, we'll 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 check that out. Um, yeah. So another, you know, another thing, you know, that has has emerged, um, and this maybe ties back to some of the earlier part of our conversation is, yeah, you know, more and more, like people are setting up, um, like the equivalent of a corporation on on chain. Right. This is like DAOs and and um, and, and they're creating these to organize investments. They're creating these to organize, creating things, uh, creating new software projects, uh, other things. Um, I'm, I'm interested in your perspective on what do you think is happening? Like big picture, like, what do you think is happening with people building these new kinds of coordination mechanisms, like on, on the internet? Yes, uh, I, I think I, I'm super, I'm big believer of, of DAO uh, and the, the spirit of DAO. That's also one of the, I think, biggest use case for uh, blockchain, but haven't been adopted by lots of people is, uh, is uh, governance yeah. and uh, uh, decentralized ID system. Yeah. So if, right, so everybody like voting on blockchain, uh, we won't have this kind of the discipline of election, right? Which happens these days very frequently in the United States. Yes. Um, we won't have this kind of the disputes anymore because like every um, transaction, every voting system is, uh, is purely on chat, right? It's uh, fully transparent. Uh, everybody can check about that. I think that that's the first thing. And then the second thing is before, I think is adopted by like a US government, even maybe in pro presidential election, I think first we need to use this kind of the blockchain governance in your like community, right? Neighbor like governance, right? Uh, a very small amount of people when they're trying to make decisions, they can yeah. use this kind of the DAO. So that's why I think uh, we, we see like constitution DAO, right? We, which those like early DAO like, like has emerged. Uh, I, I think it's, uh, it's definitely uh, uh, one of the user case uh, we have seen uh, getting started. 
But I think in the next five, 10 years, I hope we can see state style, right? So basically yeah. some like small sovereignty, uh, sovereignty nation will turn to like DAO structure. But I, I mean, the, eventually the goal, right? So we want like US a presidential election to become like, like a DAO. So everybody can vote on blockchain. On-chain uh, on yes. governance. Um, which, exactly. so, so it, it may be an interesting connection to to um, to the the recent big change that you made. I mean, you're getting in you're getting into politics, uh, sort of. Uh, but um, help 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 the listeners understand, um, you know, how you got involved with Grenada, uh, the 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 role that you you now have um, with the WTO. Um, and, and where you're trying to go with that. Yes, sure, definitely. Uh, so first of all, Chuang uh, is also one of the largest uh, DAO like in the, in the markets. Uh, Chuang is like fully decentralized. So I, I'm sure Chuang will be fine without like my like day-to-day mm -hmm. -day support, um, but I will still be a very active uh, community members to supporting and push forward like all the things happened in Chuang ecosystem. Uh, just like Vitalik did for uh, Ethereum, right? Um, and for um, this kind of the uh, new appointments, uh, I think first of all, so uh, I'm a huge fan for Caribbean community uh, because I, I think the overall Caribbean community have several advantages uh, the rest of the world just don't have. Uh, first of all, I think Caribbean is very close to the United States, uh, which is important. You know, you want to travel to the United States like easily uh, uh, from those states. And then those Caribbean states is, uh, um, uh, is English based. So everybody speaks English. It has very uh, legit and uh, uh, um, well established rule of law system. Um, mm -hmm. and, and also um, um, the Caribbean states is very safe, you know, the infrastructure support is, is very good. Uh, if you compare to, so basically it has the, uh, I think, regulatory flexibility compared to US and China. Yeah. And also it has a better rule of law and the infrastructure system if you want to compare them to uh, like, uh, like, like Africa, you, you know, yeah. uh, Southeast Asia, you, you, yeah. you know, uh, and, and the Pacific, ocean like like yeah. uh, uh and, and also it's very close to united states right yeah. if you compare it to new zealand and uh, um and australia so so that's why uh i'm always like a big fan of uh caribbean states i visit lots of states there like uh like belize uh um um st kitts uh dominica uh, bahamas uh, mm -hmm. And I know lots of people move to Bahamas, right? Like FTX, like Tether, uh, and, and Circle, uh, um, both us, right? So we visit Panama, uh, sorry, uh, Bermuda, Bermuda, Bermuda yeah. right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and that's why I believe the next state style, if it's going to really happen in our industry, will be some Caribbean countries. Uh, I'm 100% sure. So that's why uh, I'm getting like very close to like Caribbean community. Uh, before that, I already meet lots of like prime minister and, and uh, uh, um, basically mm -hmm. head of states in different countries. And then I, I think Grenada is one of the states has most of the willingness to step into crypto. Uh, and then they invite me to become their uh, uh, um, uh, 
national representative in Grenada uh, of Grenada to WTO because I think they really want someone to present them uh, uh, in WTO. Um, you know, like all the Caribbean countries, states also have this kind of the uh, recent um, big problem because of the COVID right there. Yeah. Most of the Caribbean states, the biggest income, national income is uh, tourism, right? Mm -hmm. So it's got like very uh, hard hit about yeah. like COVID, uh, with COVID. So that's definitely, they want find some place they can grow their economy, which I definitely believe cryptocurrency and digital economy will be their best bet. So, yeah. so that's why I want to also allocate my more time of myself time in um, um, Grenada WTO issues and also persuade um, more and more Caribbean states to get into crypto and digital economy. So that's why recently I visit like Panama, Grenada, um, Barbados, uh, Dominica, uh, these four states. Yeah. And I, I tended to like visit more um, uh, in 2022. Yeah. So what is the, what is the, um, <clears throat> the role in Geneva going to involve for you? Oh, so first of all, uh, right now I'm the ambassador of Grenada to WTO, uh, which our permanent mission is in Geneva. So I will um, basically attending like all the WTO conferences. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the U.S. Uh, trade representative, uh, deputy U.S. trade representative, is the uh, U.S. Um, uh, ambassador uh, to WTO. Mm -hmm. uh, I will met lots with lots of my like uh, colleagues in WTO. Uh, I think I will promote uh, digital economy and blockchain in WTO. And hopefully, right, uh, next year we can work things out and, and have lots of people in WTO uh, get involved in cryptocurrency uh, since, I mean, yeah. WTO is like the uh, uh, UN uh, uh, economic version, right? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seems like um, we, will, we will very likely see crypto economic systems, cryptocurrency, all of these things become bigger and bigger topics for the WTO in the exactly. next five to 10 years. Yes. Um, I think there'll be very big topics because yes. it's rebuilding the economic infrastructure of the world, right? Exactly. Uh, so I, I don't think people quite see it yet, uh, yeah, yeah. but it seems like it, it, it will, you're, you're positioning yourself in the right place uh, yes. for, for these future conversations uh, yes. as well. Um, well, speaking of conversations, this has been a great conversation, Justin. Really appreciate you uh, taking the time to join us uh, today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. Absolutely. Bye.